2: Welcome to the Nurse Podcast number 412. Really? That's what you're going with? Hey guys. 412. Can you believe it? How many podcasts have you done? Lazy. Good read. Thank you. Is that how you
3: start James Bonding?
2: No, we start that by going,
3: Matt and Matt, Matt and Matt,
2: and then we lose it after that because we don't have a theme song.
3: Chris, Matt, and Jonah, 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 Chris, Matt, Chris, Matt, or Chris and Jonah, 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 Chris, Matt, Katie, sometimes Kyle is sitting and laughing in the background. Ha, ha, ha.
2: God damn it. If you have this on your hard drive, you're probably going to want to back it up with Carbonite.
3: We're not ready for the sponsorship. Oh, i yet. like to
2: jump into that. I'm such a salesman.
3: See, this is my problem for not having you guys in more intros is that you don't mm-hmm. know how intros work. Yeah, I'm no.
0: not in this intro. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. <Jonah.
3: laughs> is Bruce Gutter in this intro? Hey,
0: Bruce, where's this intro? I don't know where Bruce is.
3: Oh, but well, you always... It's weird. Yeah, We're you guys him.
0: together. It's always going to do... Hold on. I'll go get him.
3: Go out onto the patio
0: yes where's this intro bruce
2: what intro <laughs> the intro to this podcast you're on bruce. that hipster just told me to come up here bruce why, why that's our friend jonah why? i'm from a different time that's what i use i know but like why, why i guess he. he's was. a piece of shit oh boy oh boy guys who's the guest today <laughs> ken marino oh ken marino that was a really fun podcast you know why this guy wasn't there. Uh, that was mean. I didn't mean that. Joe Ray. I wish he was here. Joe Ray. Jonah was off uh, being Jonah. Matt Meyer and I will be performing at the 27th of September at the Wilbur Theater. Hopefully you got this early. Come to that. And you're in the greater Boston area. That's right. And there are tickets left because I don't think there are tickets left. I, what? There's still some tickets Someone left. said online that they got the last four tickets. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, it's probably not true. You probably got the last four together. Yeah, maybe that's what so it is. So if you're a loner like me. <laughs> Go by yourself.
3: Go by yourself. Get a great verse of a lobster roll and then head over to the Wilbur.
0: Oh, have a good time. Yeah. Have a good time. Well, if you're if you really do want to buy tickets or something, you could buy a tickets to my appearance um, Thursday, October 3rd at Stand Up Live in Phoenix.
2: Yeah, Phoenix, Arizona,
0: everybody. Stand Up Live's a great club. We've I'll been be there doing before. one show that night, so come on out and support one me. One show, Jonah. And then uh one and done. Yeah, one and done, and then that uh and then later on and in the month I'm general. gonna be at the uh, San Francisco Punchline, doing a whole weekend of shows, October 10th, 11th, and 12th.
3: Well, where did Bruce go? It was like when it was time to promote shows, Bruce got real quiet.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, I fell asleep. <laughs> I hope. The you... droning voice of that asshole. I can't stand it. <laughs> I like the internal
2: struggle that must be going on. Because they don't get along. Let's just say I have a hard time staying up by
0: my own means. <laughs>
2: I like, to think, I like to think that there's a there's
3: a Bruce Banner thing that happens.
0: That heck?
3: <laughs> Get out of
2: here with that shit. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by Carbonite. Oh my god,
0: Carbonite's so great. You want to back something up? Yo, I always like it when things back things Whoa!
3: Up. Multiple <laughs> characters have shown up today.
0: Yo, chicks, if you got Carbonite, you can back that up. Wow. Listen
3: to P.T. Jonah. That's the radio-friendly version of that yeah, character. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a... It's way better than the PT Cruiser.
3: By the way, I think uh, well PT all... think... Cruiser is the gay version of PT Jonah. I think I think we'll.
2: <laughs> I
3: think we'll all agree that <laughs> Pussy Talking Barnum put on a great circus. <laughs> yo, you want to see tigers? Yo, yo, Siamese twins? Yo, Siamese? Yo, yeah. y'all want to
0: see a bearded lady? <laughs>
3: Come on, yo! I can't wait
0: to see Pussy how many ta- Pussy how many beards Anderson's you want
3: to see, yo. You want to see the South Beard? <laughs> yeah, I like what you're saying there. Anyway, if you uh, perhaps you're lost any of this information, <laughs> if you lost any of this information and you wanted to retrieve it, yeah, you, know you should back up your computer Absolutely. with Carbonite.
2: Let me tell you how many times. How many times I have been at a Genius Bar talking to someone. <laughs> on which side? Both sides. Who did not back that shit up. And what happens? It's a very easy step. Then they lose it. They lose their lives. And you know how much data recovery can cost? Well, it's not cheap. Starts at about 500 bucks and goes up from there.
3: Well, that's why you can have plans that start at $59 a year at Carbonite.com.
2: Uh, $59 a year? That's such a bargain. It's a better backup plan. With the offer code NERDIS, you get two bonus months with purchase. Wait, so you're telling me. Two! 14 months?
3: 14 months! <laughs> that's you- a good deal. You could have a baby and then have it be
2: a five months old. Well, you could have a baby, plop it out, and f- have another baby. That you was could get pregnant pre-my. again in that time. No, I'm saying you could have two children by that point. The second one will be premature, and but with medical technology the way it is right now, it's probably going to make it. So why don't you try to have two babies? Make a backup for your first baby. <laughs> Back up those babies. That's how you do it. With carbonite. With Carbonite.com, right? use that. the offer code NERDIST. Yeah. This
3: episode is Ken Marino. Ken's a great guy Ken is good I've known Ken since the old MTV days Ken of course was on the state He's been in a million other things You've seen him all over the place and um, uh, But he does have a film out now called Bad Milo which uh, Ken also responsible One of the people responsible for Burning Love Which is a an hilarious show Who's clapping? Is that Bruce? Is that Pete? What's he talking Jonah? I don't clap <laughs> oh. Why are you arguing with P.T. Jonah?
0: <laughs> Yo, it just doesn't like me <laughs> You guys aren't I doing once them. misplaced the cocaine. I put it in the front.
3: Oh well
0: that's where the pussy is. <laughs> I know, that's what I was trying to get.
3: Oh Ken Marino's movie's called Bad Milo. It's available on VOD now in theaters October 4th. <gasps> Nerd's podcast number 412, Ken Marino.
2: Check it.
0: Now entering nerdist.com. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Who is
1: this guy? Who is this guy? Nobody important. Ken's a like, show-yong. Like,
2: uh, Burning Love, which is amazing. You can catch cool. it online right. and on E. That's right. All right. Also one of the founding members of The State on MTV. Ken's OTV. been in a, oh, million. Cool. Right, been in so a million
1: things. It, too, 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 many, too many things to talk about. Nothing <laughs> very exciting. Yeah, I apologize exciting. for not knowing that off the bat. But no, no, you're nice an good. astronaut. You're so You're we got more you guys. Get up there. What do you think? Coming down safe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about anything else. Very nice Good very to nice see you, man. You too. And we enjoy your breaking uh your uh uh, living dead stuff or whatever oh the Walking talking dead stuff yeah. yeah yeah yeah. so
3: my son got into this this summer we watched like the whole series pretty yeah, much yeah. online oh that's great and we really enjoyed watching your talk show oh after. thanks man and did you did stuff with breaking bad as well yeah, so, yeah 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 so we really enjoyed all that stuff it's and, been yeah uh, two episodes of that left so congratulations thanks man on that. thank we, uh, you I appreciate yeah, congratulations on, uh, it congratulations <laughs> on this. I'll start watching
1: your show too so I promise yes. <laughs> but how I know <laughs> but, uh, I used to rely on my kids to give me my yeah uh, yeah yeah to tell you what's what yep your kids will know yeah, so they, that, you know, um, they'll come.
3: The reason I was asking yeah. is because they'll probably be really excited that I met you. Oh, I don't know about that. No, I, can't. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta catch a plane. Good, Good to see pleasure. you, man. Take you, care. Buddy. Thanks, guys.
1: Bye. 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 <laughs> wow.
2: Oh, that was fun. That's the best way to have an awkward, should I know you.
1: That's great. How you doing, man? Good
3: to see you. you, see okay. you? That was really funny. That was a, I mean, it's not. Listen, Ken. Ken, you're you're amazing at what you do, but it's really funny. It was like, I'm an astronaut. What do you do? I'm an actor. <laughs> I didn't
1: want to say it. That's, That's All you know. can do. What am I gonna say? What would I know you from? Don't worry about not, me. Don't well, worry for, about me. My first response was, uh, I'm, not I, I'm not an astronaut. I was like, I, was like, uh, I don't know what to say.
3: I you know I might play an astronaut in a I'd sketch play, or I played, a, I
1: played many different t- 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 t important jobs in t- 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 a TV show. I've saved lives on TV or whatnot.
3: <laughs> Ken Marino, I've known Ken for that's since um, the
1: early '90s. Right. Da- da- da. Am I putting these on? Yeah, yeah. sure, if you want. Are we keeping that? Oh, that's yep,
3: good yeah, good done. Lord, Look at that. We move quick. We know how this shit works. Five quick turnover here. I have known Ken since the early '90s, and I remember being at a. I feel like it was a an MTV Spring Break or something, and the state was there, and you guys were doing a live something or other. Like yes. they had you guys doing live stuff. We there. did a
1: we did a. Uh, it was the only thing that we were ever invited to, and uh, we were never invited again. <laughs> we 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 didn't fit in. We felt very weird. And they're like, "Do some sketches, or you know, about Spring Break." And we're like, uh, "Okay, okay, Sketch. Sure.
3: By the way, here's what you have to understand about an MTV Spring Break: it is in the middle of the day. There are drunk people yeah. everywhere it's like a it's like a festival it's like a fucking it's like a music festival in a weird sort of way. They do not focus for comedy jokes no
1: no no they they want like some like some music and some people dancing around so they can drink and dance around and and they want then like they want like
3: right? yeah they want they want topless people yeah. and drunk people like they just yeah it's i not... mean there
1: are ten guys in the group, so we were topless most of the time <laughs> <laughs> but, they uh, don't.
3: They don't want to hear uh, references to the outtakes from Cannonball Run.
1: Well, you know, we actually did. We did Shakespeare. Uh, did we you? Did, we did a, a sketch that we did uh, when, we, uh, when we were at uh, college called Hard uh, uh, on Shaky Willie. And basically it was a scene from Macbeth and just straight up a scene from Macbeth. But each time somebody came out, we were all in tights, and each time somebody came out, they had a a larger uh, erection or just a larger penis. (laughs) Sounds like Tom. (laughs) Uh, Who wrote that? uh, You know, actually, I think Craig Wedren suggested that we do it a long time ago. (laughs) And then we did. It starts off with, like, you know, just straight up Shakespeare and then, like, Showalter turns around he's got, like, a little erection. (laughs) And then each person until Carrie comes out with, like, a big dick wrapped around her leg. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's pretty... When you think about
3: we think about how I don't know if people understand how big the state, like the group of people. It was a l- it was a large it was a sketch lot of, comedy it was group a lot of people.
1: It was a, it was a, a small t- uh, country. It was a <laughs> lot. Of, it was a lot of people. There were eleven people in it, um, and so it's uh, it's it's amazing actually that most of us are still kind of working in this town. Which is I was just talking to Showalter about it. Showalter uh, who just moved Mike, out here. Mike
3: Black. Tom Lennon, Ben um, Gurant, Ben Trulio, like it's uh, Kevin Allison still still does stuff. Like,
1: Michael you know. Patrick Jan, David, yes! David Wayne, David. Oh my God! It it's literally it's a, it's kind of amazing. It's crazy! It's a crazy uh, group of people, and um, I'm just really happy that everybody's uh, still working. Yeah, <laughs> paying, paying their bills. I'm working
3: with Tom and Ben on a show, and so uh, I see I see them all the time. That's right. So, yeah, that's
1: right. For Comedy Central. For comedy Central.
3: Yeah, and I see Carrie. I run into Carrie every once in a while. Who just Carrie Kinney is one of the funniest fucking people. Like just in person, I I I I always feel like I don't have enough comedy skills to keep up with her. Carrie,
1: Carrie is you know like people back then. People were like, Wow, why do you only have one girl in the group? And we're like, We got Carrie. There's no, we don't need any else She does it all. She's hysterical. Um, of course, uh, the other answer was that she ate every other girl who was in the group. But she, <laughs> she, uh, she's just the funniest. She's the funniest.
3: Did you ever see her band play? She had a band called Cake
1: Like. Yeah, Cake Like, yeah. yeah. Sure. Which was a really good band. They were great. They were great. I mean, they knew like four, three or four notes, right? It was on enough. The yeah. And then they just dressed really sexy, and then they sang awesome. They sang awesome? And Craig Wedron actually produced... All of their albums, or or a couple of their albums, and uh, they're great. They're great.
3: Some other ties to the comedy community that people may not know is that uh, uh, Steve Agee was your tenant for a long time. Steve Agee
1: rented (laughs) uh, the bottom part of my house out for a a good number of years. Yeah. yeah, and he he was great. He was a great uh, tenant to have. Uh, You know, he uh, slept late. He didn't make a lot of noise. (laughs) Paid his rent on time, (laughs) Mostly. <laughs> and then he came up and he would play Santa uh, when we had kids. That's not a, our kids, a, not, not during Christmas. Not, our, not during Christmas. Year, yeah. yeah, and it wasn't our kids. it, it wasn't was, ch- weren't our kids. they were just it kids were just, over. You guys had, had some kids over.
3: He yeah, always we played
2: vacationing Santa with the hat but the Hawaiian shirt.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then the other thing that I remember about – because, Ken, you, you were a guy that I w- – I, I, haven't, I haven't really, like, regularly auditioned for things in, like, five years because I just couldn't take it anymore. Like, yeah. the pilot season and the – I just wasn't emotionally built for it. Well, it's uh, a terrible process. It's a really awful process. But I always – but you were – but I always was happy to see you at auditions. I yes. remember seeing you at one audition when we were in, you are like, I'm fixing up a house. Uh Put a bidet in.
1: It's <laughs> yeah. the
3: greatest thing I've ever done in yeah, my life. Yeah, this
1: life before a bidet and after a bidet. <laughs> and anybody who hasn't used a bidet, like when, when people are like guys, Bidets.
2: take a day bidet.
1: Yeah, day bidet. Uh, <laughs> but if you, if you, oh, we need a bidet right now. If you if you haven't used a bidet, um, and you make fun of it, you should you should step back for a second and like go find it, search out and find a, a bidet and use it, and then tell me if it's stupid. If you're crazy. It's it's a fabulous invention. Um, you,
2: after you use one, your 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 brain goes. You are if you had not used this, you would be a filthy animal. That's
1: right. That's right. It's
2: so good at cleaning your ass.
1: You know what? I, and I put in I put in you know like the old like an Italian bidet, like where you kind of like adjust the you know you got the big handles and it shoots up and it, you got. Oh, I thought now, it was one that just goes. Hey, wash that shit off hey, your hey, ass. Hey, what are you doing up there? Clean that shit off your ass. <laughs> uh, but uh, then I got you. got a real dirty this time hey what's the matter you um i so we uh, i told you a lay off of the meatballs dan i got uh <laughs> lay off for the dingleberries <laughs> um i got a uh, one of those toto ones japanese ones that have a little control on the side of your wall and everything's electronic and so you sit you just you sit on the seat, and then like you press a thing to clean your ass and then a little arm comes mm-hmm. out and then shoots and it oscillates and it Pulsates. Does
3: it uh, tickle? It
1: doesn't tickle. It doesn't finish off. It's not. But but it's <laughs> but it's got soft spray and hard spray, and then you can control the water and the temperature of your seat. And if you don't have that, it's it, it costs eight hundred bucks. Now, when you just don't go out for a little while, save some money and get a toto bidet now do you not wash your ass do you, do you, re, do you, do you, you refuse
3: to shit in hotels because you're like well there's no bidet
1: no i shit wherever i have to shit but when i wipe my ass <laughs> you know i think about like oh man i'd rather be home with like yeah. warm water this isn't on what my this butt. should be but but that makes the second he
2: goes home and takes a shit that much more rewarding. Uh
1: it's the best <laughs> yeah. also you know when you uh when you have like diarrhea Right. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we're gonna go, if we going schedule, Let's take just, it there. I don't even want to joke about it. It's like you don't want to just keep wiping your ass, right? Right. But if you have a bidet, it's actually you It makes diarrhea pleasant. It. it really does. It it, it, it it reinvents the whole. So there's idea. no there's no there's
3: no hand wiping with a bidet whatsoever. It's just you can well, towel dry. I mean, you got to dry it off. You yeah.
1: draw, but the but but the the, the Japanese Jap- one I have has a blow dryer. <laughs> oh, that's good. Does
3: does it tease the hairs on
1: the <laughs> <laughs> combs them out? Yeah, <laughs> you get a little Brazilian blow dryer. Literal Just rows. ties a Hello
2: Kitty bow to it. Yeah, oh, that's
1: really nice to make everything
3: adorable. <laughs> yeah,
1: in Japanese. I mean, I I I don't. I'm I'm sorry that we went like we we're talking about shit a lot. I but brought it there. Is, but it is actually at some point we can use that as a segue into uh, the, the, your charity work. The charity work that I did. <laughs>
3: no, because I just feel like, mm. it's like I brought it up because <laughs> I remember you describing it to me and you were so sincere about like, no, and I think you were I think you were sort of expecting people to laugh. You're like, no, you don't understand. It's like it's like the greatest thing. And it's the best. And I can really, I really sort of picture the way you describe it going, yeah, if you had a thing like that that slightly elevated your quality of life every day,
1: it would put you in a better mood. Let me describe, let me, de- I describe it to people this way. Because they're like, is it real? Does it really, is it, does it really clean your ass? Let me put it this way. You're walking down a street in your sneakers, mm. right? And they got the little ridges in them. Yeah. And you step in some dog shit. Yeah. What do you what do you do? Do you take a piece of paper and try to wipe it off, or do you get a fucking high powered hose and that's spray right. that shit out of those little nooks and crannies? Yeah, yeah, that's what you and what's do. the what's the what's the more sanitary thing to do?
3: I yes, I get uh, yes. Our butts are basically shoes that have stepped in shit.
1: No, no, that's right. Our anuses <laughs> are the soles of sneakers. That's my point. <laughs> and that's right.
2: No, really. So you you're you're are you gonna put one in your house?
3: Uh, no, there's no place for it in the bathroom. You don't have a toilet. I do it Well, toilet. you can.
2: This, the beauty of the Japanese seat is you can you just put get it right seat. on the toilet.
3: You don't need the toilet. You yeah. just get the seat. Yeah. Uh, d- oh, God. <laughs> Why are we still here? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Guys, let's go. Okay, it's done. I'm going to so do you it. You know what I'm talking about. I'm going to gonna do, do it. Yeah. Yeah. it? Yeah. I'm going to yeah. do
2: it. It's great. It's delightful. Nothing
3: better it's than delightful.
1: At night, a it's, warm toilet seat. It's civilized. <laughs> I can afford that. Yeah. <laughs> You just, don't, just don't like go out and get a couple of like crazy dinners one yeah. like one month. It's like, oh, I could do both. You make that well, before right. you... you <laughs> I, make, I
2: can't.
3: I could have the crazy dinners and then wash them out of my ass with my yeah, high-tech gotta, that's Japanese that's right. toilet. <laughs> Chris, you make
2: but. that before you get to your first Talking Dead hashtag. <laughs> You're like, boom. Bidet, bidet, <laughs> right. bidet. Right. Hashtag, what happened why is, to Andy Lincoln? Why,
3: why is the hashtag for The Walking Dead tonight bidet?
2: <laughs> Hashtag bidet. day.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why it's happening. That. But uh, I, I always, I always, I always got the sense that you were a very good auditioner and that you were very good in a room. And I was never good in a room, really, because I could never figure out like where to make the small talk and be charming, try to be charming, and then make the transition into doing the scene. Yeah, and then. And then, but then, just immediately get into whatever the scene is going to be because you know they're very flatly reading on the other end, and yeah. you just constantly feel judging eyes upon you.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I was good at it. I mean, I got better at it. I, I, I didn't like it at first, and then uh, and then I realized like the more and this is not not no big s- secret, but the more you don't give a shit. But the the, the better your audition, the more you like just go in and like like you're a man with a bidet. You're like you're a man with a bidet. No, if you walk in and you're like you're you know you just continue being the guy who was talking to his friends out in in the, in the room, and you know then then they get a sense of who you are, and they don't give a shit like ultimately about like getting every line right. And if they do, then you're then you're not right for it anyway. So so I just started going in and like. You know, uh, you know, just uh, not caring, and then for some reason that that helped. But you can't not care too much, because then they read that too. I don't know. It's you a can't weird engineer
3: thing. not caring. You really There's do a, have, really to have to just let it go. a perfect level of apathy
1: you need. It, 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 it's true. It's just sort of like. <laughs> so it, it that that certainly helped me when I was like, I don't fucking care anymore. I don't care. I don't care. I'm just gonna do the. I'm just gonna just be me, my a version of me, and then if they don't like it, fuck them. How many pilots
3: do you think you've done? I don't know it's a, it's a I lot came right?
1: out well i i do know i came out in uh uh ninety seven and i shot basically one a year wow, and you know a couple went the uh, the one year the year i didn't there was a couple of years i didn't shoot them because i i did party down yeah, and then i was shooting wanderlust or something one year, so I didn't do it, but i then shot like a like a one of those like mid-season weird ones but they don't you know I've, I've shot so many that don't go that i don't i don't even know i don't i block it all out i don't think about it i was just talking to somebody about that today Just you just can't re- you try not i don't remember any i try not to remember anything otherwise i would lose my shit so i don't i so <laughs> but what's happened is it's 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 bled into my my personal life and i don't remember a lot of things um as a, as a survival thing, and now but now now in my personal life, I don't remember like experiences. Well, it could it, be the drugs that I took in. Oh, it uh, could be that it could <laughs> college, be the drugs. But.
3: but it also it also could be that you really do have to condition yourself to become emotionally detached from this business because you just have to. You just have to. You, you, it's it's so much. Rejection that that even though even though someone goes goes like oh well that's not hard work like yeah but you know we are communal beings and to be rejected is it just sort of flies in the face of what our survival instinct wants and so to constantly be rejected in in in, to make money to survive is a
1: really intense process. It's intense, and it's not like you're going in there and playing a saxophone, and they go, "I don't like how you're playing your tr you know, your saxophone," yeah. or "I don't like." Just uh, you know. don't
3: do whatever that is, right?
1: They yeah. don't. They're essentially saying you're not it, you're right. not good, or you're not the thing we wanted, and you're like, "Well, I, in my head, I was. I mean, on paper, you, yeah. I was brought in because I was sort of the guy you, but yeah. I'm not the guy you want." Okay, so, and then it's it's like the, uh, you 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 put it all on yourself, and you're like, "Oh, I'm not good enough somehow," and that's. Just and that crazy. and that and
3: that can be bad, and I think that's you know I think that's one of the reasons why performers can have such um, rocky relationships because if you condition yourself to become a t- detached with work, it's hard not to bring some of that home, or yeah. it's hard not to get you know like I feel like a lot of us are can be very protective because we are naturally hypersensitive, which is why we're performers and why we're able to sort of reexpress things into the world, but then you have to get super protective. Because, the, you know, a lot of times, it, particularly in relationships, that hypersensitivity can really work against you. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, but things are good uh, right now. Oh, good good, right. good, 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 <laughs> good. Do you just, want to talk about it? Yeah. No, is no, I'm fine. Everything's, everything's good. good. My wife is good. good. <laughs> My kid's
3: good. <laughs> Do you remember what pilot you did would you, where you were like, oh, fuck, this one's going to go. How could this not one go? Uh, this one not go? And then?
1: um, No. Nothing. No. I mean, I shot. I, oh, I shot. No, I, I don't know. I shot a thing, um, uh, a, a remake of Eddie's father. Oh, the yeah? The Courtship father. of Eddie's Father? Was, yeah. Uh, the, the Courtship of Eddie's Father was called, the, the remake was Eddie's Father. Yep. And I was like, oh, this, this, this Were is Were you cute. the this Bill Bixby go. character? Yeah. Yeah. But you know who the son was? The, the kid in Hunger Games. What's his name? Um, Josh.
3: Rrr. Blonde, handsome. Josh Sexman. Josh. Josh Hot... Hutchinson. Hutchinson.
1: Yeah, he's in everything. He's like now he's like the dude in that movie, and back then he was like my little son.
3: Now you can still intimidate him in public because you have this weird father son bond. Yeah, and you yeah. Can still
2: un- unhinge him. He won't remember me. He's a huge star. <laughs> <laughs> well, i will be like, can't yeah, I block it out? I block out all my like, pilots. Right. <laughs> you say <laughs> we worked together. Exactly. I can't
1: say that we didn't. I remember in that pilot they shot like a like a fifty fifty shot of me talking to my son, and I have a nose on me. And, uh, and and it was a profile of my nose and then, like, a profile of my son and his nose. And I was like, oh, there's no way we're related. Like, he's got a small nose and my nose is taking up a good two-thirds of the, <laughs> of the screen. <laughs> I think that's why they didn't pick it up. I remember doing... Our noses didn't match.
3: I remember doing a show with you at UCB that was, that was really fun, which was... Um, Oh, was it shit show? I think it was Rob Hubel's show where we, br- where you bring in oh, yeah. things that you've worked on that you, yeah, bring, what did in, you like, bring in like, you bring in like the worst of it. That- I, I brought in, um, I did a pilot for Fox in like 2000 maybe. And, um, it, it was really it was it was pretty forward thinking at the time because they wanted to have a show that was interactive with the audience, right. like in terms of like you know call in to vote or or email in to vote or whatever, um, and uh, or and so the idea was it was called Battle of the Sitcoms and they would they would shoot mini versions of sitcoms, right? And then uh, I you, think, and you were the host of it. you, you were... no no Brian Unger was the host. Right, and I was on one of oh, the you mini did, sitcoms. Right, 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 right. And so, uh, and and Troy Miller, director of episode, who's who's great. Troy Miller did you know, like Tenacious D and a bunch of really. He's Troy's Troy great. And Mr. so, Show. Um, Mr. Show, and so, uh, um, but the but what happened was all of the mini sitcoms were written by comedy writers who were making fun of sitcoms. Right, and so what you had were. You had these shows that were satirizing sitcoms, but then just kind of looked like bad sitcoms. Like ours, our mini sitcom was called Split Down the Middle. Okay. And our last names were Split. It was my brother and I, um, my, uh, my friend uh, Larry, this guy Larry Alexa- Alexander. I don't know if you know Larry. But um, he, and so the idea was, it was that classic sitcom device of roommates get in an argument, so they divide the room. Mm-hmm very happy daisy premise right and uh it's like okay fine you this is your side and that's my side right oh shit the toilet's on your side sorry well maybe if you let You're me use the going have to shit in the couch yeah exactly exactly yeah. and so it's it was basically that was that was ours and you'll then, be
2: sorry i'm putting in a bidet on my side <laughs> ken marino
3: call back and then uh and then one of the other ones was like i think the one we lost to was like a sitcom about the the president being a ten year old. So uh, of
1: course you lose do to you that. Remember, yeah. Do you remember
3: what mine mine was? Yes, I do remember. It was uh, Olive Garden commercial. Tony Roma <sighs> Tony Roma. I, uh, Tony Ro- I'm Tony sorry. Roma
1: my, my Tony Roma ribs commercial. Yeah, it was Tony Roma rib- to ribs. I was the spokesperson for Tony Roma ribs, <laughs> and then we did like a series of commercials where I'm like this obnoxious guy, and I had the fucking the haircut with <laughs> yeah. like hairs you, like, it was, in front it was, of your face. Kind of that like, out, the like early a, Friends haircut, like it's like. But it was born out of. That friends like it was that
3: '90s, like it was almost like America was just discovering a specific kind of Chandler snark. Yeah, it was and really so it was like, Hey, and we were almost like all, all the emotion of could it was these like, ribs
1: be any more delicious? Exactly, eat ribs. Yeah. You're
3: a fucking idiot.
1: <laughs> like, Ask my mother, and then I'd hold a picture of my me and my like grandmother drag. <laughs> <laughs> <It was> so, <laughs> oh my god, is that real? Yeah, yeah, but no, I, and, and and. I feel like somehow, um, like, funny or dire, some place has it. It's like on something. Oh, my goodness. And I was like, where did you get that? Like, I had a VHS tape of it, but like, it hasn't aired in many, many years. But I guess you can get every. What am I talking about? Tom Tom Lennon
3: did one that was like um, an industrial (laughs) film about. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or something, but it's just like young Tom Lennon kind of doing the same oh, thing God, in his bedroom God. talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> that was such a fun show. To oh, do. I've seen that, yeah, and we yeah. all like it. Just you can't you can't not laugh. It's
1: so much fun. the be- The best thing though, right? Right, Weird Al was at that one. Yeah, right? I was Yeah, yeah. And he showed like a talk show he did in Japan. It was yeah, where they brought out like giant people like people dressed in giant crab outfits it was, it was it was
3: right when eat it broke and so he it was basically their it wasn't SNL but it was their version of SNL it was like their big their big japanese sketch right. show and so they had him come out and sing eat it
1: How,
2: this my mind just broke thinking about japanese people having the first understand english enough to know what beat it is right. and then having to have a better grasp of the vocabulary to know what eat it is he's saying part of it in japanese oh it all makes <laughs> sense so
3: he's <laughs> saying part of it in japanese i believe and i'm sure this is on youtube somewhere and so he's describing this experience and he goes and then all of a sudden a guy came out dressed as a lobster right, right. and yelled at him to eat him And then there were these like completely understood, (laughs) and so he didn't. So then they interviewed him afterwards, and Al was like, and Al does this thing where he does this crazy pratfall where I think he might have hurt himself, but he jumps. They just start talking at him, and uh, he doesn't know what to do, so he just jumps and just lands on the floor and does like a crazy pratfall. <laughs> it's really weird. He said it was the strangest <laughs> thing he had ever. He had no idea what he and was doing. It's a Weird Al to say that's the strangest thing. That is, that is a very. That's a very big deal, but that was, that was a fun show. So uh, how long were you a ribs bitch? Uh,
1: I, did, I did two days on it. I shot two days. I shot all the camera. I shot them out. They, uh, they paid me for the year.
2: Nice. And that was it. Now, Ken, how close was this to you being the face of the rock and roller coaster?
1: That was around the same time. This <laughs> is all 97, 98. It's exactly when I came out here, and my manager was like, got this rib offer. I was like, I'll take it. <laughs> So much got- <laughs> of us, so much of us
3: benefited from Matthew Perry. <laughs> like oh, yeah. we were the runoff of Matt. Like if you were like a snarky white guy oh, yeah. in the mid '90s, you owe a lot of your work to Matt yeah. Perry yeah. being Chandler because were- everyone was like, "We need a Chandler type," and we were those guys yeah. who were like, "Hey, we're this sort of like you know,
1: we're gonna kind of comment on it, yeah. <laughs>
3: but do it. we'll
1: do it." But we'll know also- who else Ben admitted
3: snarky but non-threatening? Vicodin dealers. They? Uh, oh come on! <laughs> oh, Matt, Myra, why?
2: I'm sorry. It's fun to remember when you watch Friends and could see you them. be
3: any more of a cocky? <laughs>
2: uh, no, but the uh, it's very funny when you because on the rock and roller coaster. I don't know if you've, last time you've been on the Aerosmith. I, I have, have not been. I have not been
1: on it yet. But I, I know that I'm. I'm. You have a, not a, a big, been on it. Big part. Of it. I haven't been to Disney. Blasphemous. World. This I'm into ridiculous. Disney
2: World. If I was on a ride video... Next you're going to tell me you never ate Tony movie. Roma's ribs. I have... Uh, uh,
1: huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I have.
2: The premise is you get, you go, uh, they put you through the queue, and then you end up, you're at this uh, record studio, and he is the sound engineer for Aerosmith's <laughs> I got a call, sweet, sweet and they said,
1: for, uh, here, they need you for a day to be the sound engineer for a for Aerosmith. We're going to shoot this thing. It's, it's a roller coaster at Disney World. That is an Aerosmith themed roller coaster. And they and, and what they're gonna do is they're gonna shoot this thing while you're waiting in line of a video of them that's gonna look like they're really there, and you're the sound guy, and they come in and Ileana Douglas is their manager, and then a limo pulls up and takes them away, but they're like, Hey, have a good time on the roller coaster and then they leave and I'm just there doing the sound. I don't say anything. <laughs> he doesn't say a word. <laughs> They did. They did one for Euro Disney where I had like a couple of lines. I don't know if it's there in Euro Disney. I'll find out. Zachary Blue Aerosmith, (laughs) but but uh, uh, so I'm so I'm I've been uh, however long that ride's been around. I have been the guy working the soundboard uh, while Aerosmith was behind me, and I just remember having a really good conversation with uh, uh, what's his head from Aerosmith, uh, Steven Steven Tyler? Tyler, about flossing. (laughs) <laughs> but when that, but they offered they said hey here's a little bit of money tiny bit of money uh do you want to do this and I was like to be in something with Aerosmith and Ileana Douglas sure and so I went and they're like okay so you're working a soundboard you're gonna be looking in these like very very strong lights we're gonna get you these super dark contacts so you don't get blinded by it I'm like what because they're like they're very very bright lights because they were shooting like yeah. IMAX.
3: Oh, okay. IMAX
1: like quality film or something, but then they're making it small, so they had to light it some weird, weird way to make it seem. And uh, and film so I have has so I deteriorated. Have these, it has so, deteriorated. so I just stared at lights for like uh, twelve hours that day.
2: It's I'm really fine, spectacular. It's a ador- It's funny. When I walk in there, because you know my parents live in Florida, so yeah, yeah, yeah. If I hit up, you the spent rock and eight roll
3: days at, Warren, at at, at uh, yeah, w- sure Walt did. Disney
2: World. Well, I was visiting my family for part of that, but
3: you, you know. were visiting your family for like an hour, and then the last time you were at Epcot and Walt Disney World.
2: Well, his is Disney Hollywood Studios. It's a different park, Chris. Totally different four park. Four magical parks in one place. I mean, what's wrong with it? I guess Nothing. Everything's great there. Two water parks. I didn't even count those. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <sighs>
3: You could have just like you. You could go to Disney World for four days.
2: Yeah, I'm listening. And then just see another part of the country. Mm, that's in. Well, why would I do that? I travel enough when we do the road. And, and Epcot
1: stuff, has every fun. part of the country, yeah. every part of the world, really. Yeah, so does. There's something so does the
3: Vegas, the other sure place you
2: go all the time. Well, Vegas is a four and a half hour drive.
1: You
3: like going to mini. You like going to. You like. You want to You know, your perfect world would be to live in a diorama
2: of all. Oh fuck yeah! I like recreations of things. I don't like the original things. Original
1: they're just things are really by by too old. Yeah. They're going to fall apart. they probably smell yeah. dirty. Got the to... new stuff Ugh. looks old, but it's nice and it's clean. It's nice and clean. Ask yeah. me if I've
2: been, nope, I've been to Paris. I'll answer you. Nope, but I've been to Paris in Las Vegas, so yes. Same thing. Yeah, totally. So, basis, exactly so virtually I've been yeah. there. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, and then you've got, you got Gordon Ramsay's restaurant, which is in Paris. You would go through a fake tiny channel. The, uh, English- where? the English Channel Tunnel. Oh yeah, you go through a fake one of those, and then you end up in England at Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. I mean, where else can you do that? Probably England and Paris. Paris, England, and Paris takes everything, everything longer. Thing. But also uh, Vegas.
3: By the way, I don't know if I've gotten it. I saw you at the Streamies last time. I think well, yes, I at the Streamys, and you guys won the award yeah. for Burning Love. Yeah. Burning Love is, is so fucking funny. I Thanks, mean, like, man. legitimately. And 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 I love seeing things like Burning Love, where I see a bunch of people that I know all getting to do what they're really good at, which is just be funny. I mean, it it, it was such a great.
1: Oh, thanks. I, I mean, you know, it was it's I, I, I'm proud of it, and um, my wife wrote it, and and we got to work together, so that was really cool. And then, um, you know, we, we were lucky enough to get a lot of really funny people doing it. So. Did it
2: just stem from you and Erica just sitting and watching The Bachelor? And
1: Essentially, just... she watched it more than I did, but I I got into it for a little while. There were a couple of seasons where I was, like, kind of watching it as much as she was, and then I sort of got it. Yeah, I was like, I get it. Now I get it. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, but she, she's watched pretty much all of them. And so... You know, in a way, it's it's her writing this satire of those shows is sort of a labor of (laughs) love. It's great. Well, it was the show, um, the execution
3: of it was pretty brilliant too, because there are not. I find that with with video with web video stuff there there are not and now we know it's a TV show now but um, with web video stuff there are not a lot of destination websites where you could put something on a homepage somewhere and then people like that would help the traffic enormously but but the integration with Yahoo's comedy page and just being like pow, like front and center yeah it's almost like oh fuck that's that's what web video needs it needs a destination I, site. I
1: think so I mean I don't know much about the how how things are promoted other than what we did because I'm I'm just not savvy to that world but um yeah I think we got very lucky with Yahoo picking it up and Yahoo putting it on their front page basically to promote it I mean it it did uh, cause a lot of confusion with a lot of people who went to Yahoo <laughs> Um, who didn't know it was a uh, satire or just oh, those know, fucking so, comment threads must and, have been? Oh, gold. they were great. I mean, it was you know I I looked forward to reading all the comments every every time a new one came out because about forty percent of them thought it was real. <laughs> and was and but then, but then they were getting up on like you know uh, you know th- th- their soapbox kind of talking about how uh, you know television is is corroding and how <laughs> how do people watch this reality television and they didn't realize that they were making fun of or like they were mocking something but it, it wasn't the thing that they were mocking. Watching
3: real like watching people get real angry at fake things. Like there are still people who get mad at the onion like it's a real thing. Right.
1: <laughs> Which is insane. It's insane. You'd think everyone at this point we had we had Jennifer Aniston in this first episode uh and we had Ben Stiller in the first episode. And you would think that if you're watching this, <laughs> you you might you might be like, oh that's Ben Stiller, that's Jennifer Aniston. This isn't real and yet people were like, they didn't even see that. They Do you know what, even, you
3: though? Know. Most people, if you're not comedy people, most people aren't trained. We are trained to automatically see irony. Like, we expect it. Right. We expect things to be like, oh, this has got to be a fucking joke. Or this isn't, this isn't real.
2: But um, even watching shows, reality shows, I, when I see something funny, I go, the editor knew what he was doing there. That's very funny. But when I, I
3: went and saw, I went and, and when I was in Memphis um, a few years ago, I, I saw Tropic Thunder with my dad. And Tropic Thunder opens with the uh, a commercial for whatever Is that the
1: trailer. It's a trailer for um, the, the soft drink. Oh, it's, it's it's a
3: trailer for the movie. It's a trailer for a fake movie. Right. Oh, it um,
1: starts with the soft drink thing. Yeah,
3: there's a soft drink thing, and then a trailer. What was the name of the drink? It was like sweat. what booty sweat. booty sweat. Yeah, and the, and the, <laughs> and, uh, and my dad after the movie was like, yeah, the movie was pretty good. I don't understand why they showed the commercial for that drink at the beginning, though. Like, is that – like, he just didn't even make a connection. Like, oh, that was the guy in the movie, and that was setting up his character, like, in the – movie, Like, right. he – a lot of people who are not trained to see comedy and things, they really do – they're very trusting. They just take it literally. Right. So if they if they see it on a homepage, they think, oh, this is a real thing, right. and – but wasn't that guy on, no, 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 I think no, these are No, because this real. is
1: a real thing, because yeah. it was on the front page of Yahoo. They're this
3: saying is that it's a show that's about, da- so it
1: must be that thing. People are like, this isn't news. <laughs> but, <they're> like, <laughs> but it, like, sent you to the com- Yahoo's comedy page. Like this it's isn't like news. That's right, it's not news. It's a comedy uh, bit.
3: Yeah, you really just, uh, all day long, all day long, you could just point in comments and go,
1: wow. But it was wow. fun. It's also fun watching the people defend that it's not a account- like that that it's not real. So then the people start to get like go back and forth until the person who thought it was real, who didn't think it was real, goes, "Well, yeah, okay, so it's real." But I don't. I didn't think it was funny anyway. <laughs> like, well, at this point, I don't. <laughs> Your opinion means nothing.
3: Yeah. Um, I mean. I- 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 of all the things that you had said done up to that point, I imagine that you didn't expect that Burning Love was going to be a thing that, like, oh, wow, yeah, this web video thing that we're going to do, this web series is going to...
1: No, I mean, I mean, you know, we were just... It was just a fun project that Eric and I wanted to do, and we had no idea that it would kind of blow up to be, like, a bigger thing, which it, it did. It became, like, this nice... You know, project that we're both very proud of, and it you know generated you know the fact that it kept bought by E and the fact that like it got nice reviews. I kept I keep telling my wife, I'm like every, every it got reviewed a lot, and it got really good reviews, and I kept, I keep telling Eric, I'm like that, that's not normal at all. So <laughs> don't get next, used to this. The next thing you write, just understand that that's that's going to go down. That <laughs> <laughs> you don't normally get like. So in her mind, it's just like oh, if you just make a thing, yeah, people all, love it. people really like it. it. I'm yeah. like no,
3: no, no. No, I've, I've been doing this a really long time. <laughs> Mostly everything I do no, no, no. gets shitty reviews. Is that... Uh, did the? How was the state received? I think the state... It probably would have been weird because it was like, what What does MTV know about making a sketch comedy show? The
1: state was, uh, when it came out, was uh, terribly... It was uh, uh, got terrible reviews. And we did... So, one, one of the, my favorite things that we did uh, on the state was the second season we came out, we used all the negative reviews and uh and and uh, we had access to the MTV library of, of music at that time. We didn't have to pay for anything. And what's the uh, BG song I start I started a laugh I started a joke. I started a joke. And so it was to that, and it would come up, like, all the different reviews would come up, and it was just, like, this sad montage of us, like, in black and white, just, like, wandering through, like, a, you know, a country, down a country road and tossing rocks in a pond. <laughs> oh, that's great. And, um, you, know, the, the, you know, the negative reviews were like, negative two and a half stars. Whoever worked at MTV should be given a urine test and, like, you know, just a bunch of yeah. shit like that. And it, so that was, and that, and it came out really good. It was a good commercial. I think it's on the a, a DVD, but I, I don't know where else you can
3: really see. It really sort of ushered in the age of awareness, I think, in in or at least you know it, at that time period. I'm not saying it never happened before, but it. But when I think about comedy in the 80s versus comedy in the 90s, you know, you 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 and I are of the same generation. So the idea of all this stuff in the 80s and the 90s, we look back and kind of made fun of all of those archetypes and 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 tricks that they you know so like the i want to dip my balls in a guy like oh you're you're making fun of all the catchphrases that were unironic right right, in in, in the 80s
1: and yet and and yes that was the big thing because we were the first season of mtv they were like they gave us a list of things we needed to do i'm sure you've heard like you know having worked there you know like they were like you need to be you know you need to do um you know, sick and twisted. We needed sick and twisted sketches. We needed, you know, uh, sketches about musicians. You know, mm-hmm. like we needed a, a whatever, whoever was big at the time. Um, we, you know, the Spin Doctor's probably the spin do- <laughs> We did, we did do a Spin Doctor's thing. <laughs> like, we did do we, we, a, yeah, we did, and uh, Flea. We did a thing like uh, uh, with Flea and like, uh, but they gave us all these this list of things we had to do the first season, and then they backed off the second season. But one of them was recurring characters. And for some reason we were like, Fuck that, we're not doing recurring characters. We're not that kind of sketch group. We're not gonna like like for summary we took the <laughs> stance like we, we're not gonna do it. Um and so we did so we didn't. So so our kind of fuck you is like we're gonna come up with one recurring character that we base a whole show around. He's gonna come out one time, we're gonna build up the whole show to have him come out one time. <laughs> He's going to say his catchphrase. The catchphrase is going to be, like, the most random, stupid thing we can think of. It wound up being, I want to dip my balls in it. And then that's it. And we're never going to show it again. And we had, like, we got Iggy Pop to come on and talk about, like... The, this guy this you know louis the recurring character my guy like as if i've been like that character's been around for decades and he's talking about like louis coming out and we did this whole show based around the idea that we'd never bring a recurring character back you know b- bring him back again and then mtv was like that's great bring him back and we're like oh <laughs> no, you whoa, shit you understand so we so we brought him back <laughs> <laughs> but we came up with a good uh uh a sketch with him later on which is him with, in the Last Supper which I thought was my favorite kind of Louis <laughs> sketch he kind of interrupts uh, Jesus' Last Supper with the disciples which was kind of nice
3: <laughs> I loved that uh, I remember on the state VHS tape skits and stickers at the end uh, you guys did the run out takes
1: yeah well that was at the end of a show We did, that was on that was we would end the credits of every show i think differently and and we did that one time which was the 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 bit was just to do them as for, verbatim like to not it was so specific
3: anything. and Latrulio I think Latrulio was Burt Reynolds he was Burt
1: Reynolds because he could yeah, do he got the laugh <laughs> he could do yeah he could do the good <laughs> Burt Reynolds left yeah
3: we'll I take was, those rosary bleeds these bleeds these bleeds right here you're gonna take you're these in, bleeds you're gonna take these motherfucking
1: bleeds that yeah. was Tom and I was so bummed I was like I <laughs> wanted to be <meet> Dean Martin <laughs> I was not happy
2: oh god the state was like the like last year uh, I was over Tom's house and we he had dug up because they were doing this thing that i was hosting at Sketchfest, which was tom and ben and, and carrie like a retrospective thing and he dug up the uh cbs halloween special
1: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the 43rd <laughs> 43rd and final uh, halloween cbs halloween special the state had a
2: halloween special on cbs nobody that I watched completely it. forgot about it
1: it, it came in at uh, last uh oh, we i think we beat out dweebs remember dweebs on <laughs> oh <UBI>? my god
3: <laughs> <laughs> i completely
1: <laughs> we beat out dweebs <laughs> Wow. (laughs) We, it, 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 like, it was, it was, nobody watched it. Um, You basically, you just gave me the experience of like, I tripped over something and
3: knocked a bookcase over, and there was something in the wall, like, well, this photo album.
0: (laughs) I totally forgot.
3: There was a thing in the wall here. I completely forgot about dweebs in that. <laughs> Dweeb, oh my
1: yeah. god! So we beat out dweebs. <laughs> <laughs> a hard hard fought victory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was was you, your, your Peter Dinklage in? was the uh, was the devil. Yep, yep. In the, in, the, in the opening uh, musical number. Wh- what? Yeah. We, we fall into a pit, and he's the devil, and he pokes us, the he. <laughs> <laughs> Terry and Lannister? Because it opens like on a
2: graveyard of like dead shows, right? Well,
1: we, yeah, we were just singing about how, how uh, nobody's watching this show anyway, so basically fuck you. <laughs> that was our big opening
2: number. That's
1: fantastic. It's really, it's really terrific.
3: That's got to, I hope that's online somewhere. Is that anywhere? Oh, Can I don't know get if it
2: is. I think it's just like it Tom just had a VHS yeah, copy of it. We have
1: it, but I will show it to you sometime. Oh, I would love to see it's that. There's some yeah. good stuff on it. It, 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 you know, but it... Uh, you know, it was just it was our. It, we had just left MTV, and, we're, and we had we, what we had at the time when we left was a deal at ABC, and then that fell through. We were going to be like do like a late night show that was, I guess, going to sort of be up against SNL, or you know, it was just going to be an after hours thing, uh, not primetime time thing. And then uh, we thought we had it. I mean, we were like, you got thir- you got thirteen of them, and then time kept going by. And we're like, hey, what's going on with that uh, deal? Is it happening? And then we went out with, like, all the William Morris people. Like, all the head William Morris people. They took us out for, like, steak and cigars and whiskey. We were drinking, like, you know, scotch. And, like, these people I'd never seen before and never met again. They took us out. It was, like, a big fucking deal. And then, uh, oh, I'm sorry. That's all right. Peter Principato, who was working Oh, there you go. I know Peter Principato. Um... Uh, it was a big fucking deal, and then uh, and then just time started passing. And we're like, "Hey, so don't we signing those contracts? What's going on with those contracts?" And then all of a sudden, uh, they're like, "Yeah, it's not gonna, it's not gonna happen." And so then we made a deal with CBS, which was a far less superior deal, which was a special in the hopes that we can then get another special in the hopes that we can then get a series. Isn't it, of it, it
3: funny the way television works? Where you, and you, it, it's a lesson you learn you learn it time and again and it never feel it never feels good but there's something about television where a, a lot of times they just they don't want to tell you no or they don't want to tell you something's not right. happening so they just don't say anything and it's like you said like 3 months and then 6 months and then at a certain point it's sort of it, they basically do the same thing that you do when you take um leftovers from home from a restaurant. Until they you start leave it collecting it in, mold. You leave it in the fridge so you don't have to feel guilty about right. wasting food, That's and right. then you're like, oh, well, it's moldy. It's moldy. I, I, I can't have to it throw now. it away now, now. It's now, now. It's now. I have no choice. Now I don't care. Yeah, you're, you're letting... It's basically the let nature take its course yeah. uh, execution. Right.
1: Run all the different emotions of, like, hatred and, you know, <laughs> denial and all the things. Let that run its course. <laughs> don't talk to them. Let yeah. them just deal with that and sooner or later they'll sort of forget about it yeah the, everyone will it's forget like when about somebody, it. it it's like when somebody dies like at first you're upset and then over time you sort of like you're like okay you're at yeah exactly
3: way. exactly or if you know if something goes missing in some you know i like, miss
1: that Ah, that's uh, all right yeah time. You know, i'm yeah, sure yeah. it'll be fine i You'll guess never. i don't miss that series yeah. on abc yeah it's not <laughs> it's it's fine I, i'm fine we'll just do a special Sure, we'll do a special with you. So, guys, we're going out for another steak dinner. Uh, oh, okay. you got, you'll call me back. They're in a meeting. Okay. In cigars. Let's
3: give them the classic Hollywood experience. I'm we'll go you. to our. We'll go to Morton's.
1: I can we'll see have it. some cigars. It was. It was really. We were like. We fucking did it, we guys. Got, we've made we it. Did it. Oh, we've made it. And then and then no. <laughs> <Didn't happen. laughs> oh. And we had left MTV. MTV was like, "You want to do some more shows?" And we're like. We're going to we're going to try some other stuff. Thank you though. We got uh, some other stuff. We got some other stuff. Hey MTV. Uh. Hey guys.
3: Hey <laughs> MTV. Even, uh-huh. even William Morris calls and they are like, "Do you have any of that cigar left because we're going to going to need it back?" <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but everything's I mean Everything worked out. Yeah, I mean that's, you know, that's the thing is that I I really don't believe anymore. I think there was I think um Pre, I don't know what else to call it, but I guess just because I went to Catholic high school, I refer to it as pre-Vatican II entertainment industry, which is basically (laughs) like pre, like before the major paradigm shift happened. So, in in terms of like lots of channels, lots of you know like internet, you know like so it in a a pre in a pre-Vatican II entertainment world. You could just get on one show and then that would make your career. You could appear on one late night talk show as a comic and then all of a sudden you had a career. And now I think our generation of people and certainly the younger generation of people, it it really is the sum total of a lot of things that over time eventually accumulate to amass something that resembles a career. Well, but right.
2: Your brain now can't even comprehend – a comedian going on the Tonight Show and then getting a deal for a TV show. No, later. no, no.
3: It just doesn't. It just doesn't. It doesn't, just doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't work anymore. anymore. So, like, so you know, it, it, a, a lot of it really is just fucking staying on the train. Like, if you could just That's stay on the train right. long
1: enough and not anticipate, don't don't like think that it's going to come s- some specific way because no, you never know. Where, you never know. I mean, you know, uh, party down. The show <clears throat> I did a show party down, and that came from I was a guest on. Veronica Mars, and I was doing some stuff on Veronica Mars, and those guys were like, Oh, we had this script that we were doing with, um, we were shopping it around, and I was like, Oh, can I read, can I read it? And they're like, Yeah, and I, and I read it, and I was like, Oh, that's a really cool part. I go, I go If you ever audition for that part, I want to audition. I mean, you know, if you're ever seeing people, I want to audition for that part. And I got along with those guys on that show so much that when Veronica Mars got canceled, they just called up and they said, Can you do this for 100 bucks a day at Rob's house, which is going to shoot it? and try to kind of Rob Thomas yeah yeah, and and try to sell it and so I was like yeah I'll come by and so it was me and Adam and Jane and um Martin wasn't part of it at that point and and um we we shot this pilot for nothing and then they shot around a year went by and I was like oh, I guess that didn't work out and so then I was shooting Children's Hospital which was just a web series for Cordry. one like week we were shooting like the full season in a week and I got a call and they're like hey Stars is going to pick up burn a uh, party down and i was like what stars and, and
3: <laughs> what's and, party down and i don't great. remember anything i've ever worked and on
1: right <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so i was like all right cool and it but it you know came out of you don't know where things are going to come from or right. you know, as long as you just keep kind of doing it and doing it uh, you know in, hopefully in a in a way that's uh, healthy for you and people around you and don't be a dick don't be a dick seriously don't, don't be a dick, dick. you know don't seriously that's
2: that that's the that the, uh, the, the will wheaton rule which is seriously No, it's super important cuz I have already have people th- on my shit list that it's I'm like you're a thing. dick. It's
1: the number one thing. Don't be a dick. Yeah.
2: Because you don't, you know,
1: you're an actor. There you're, there are some know, jobs you're...
3: where people might have to work with you, but if they're given a choice and you're a cock to them, then they won't work with you. And you and I mean like beyond the basic human element of you should just be nice to people, beyond that it, it is a long business and yeah. people really do have memories about things. They get stuff stuck in their craw. And if you piss someone off, even if it was 20 years ago, they still will not want to work with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So just be nice to people. Be
1: nice. Don't be a dick.
3: Yeah, be nice. And don't, you know, because I think, you know, a lot of times, I think what can happen is, again, we talked about so much rejection in the business that eventually if you do make it, there's almost sort of like, ha, now I get to, it's like that person kind of gets to, Take it back out on the entertainment industry, like all the shit that they got over the years, and so they're maybe shitty to people who are subordinate to them. But hey, guess what? The guy who's peeing on the show uh, could be showrunning in a couple of years, right. and um, I don't know. Maybe maybe be nice to that kid. I have a th- I have a theory about. about well, it sounds the- like I'm saying you should just be nice to people for work reasons.
1: No, well, but you, but but I mean, it's a good, it's 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 it's, it's smart to be nice to people, but you should be nice to people anyway. anyway. Yeah. yeah, but um. I, my theory about like, oh, he became famous or she became famous and became a dick, I, I don't I don't know how much of that I believe. I think you're a dick from the beginning <laughs> or you're not. Like right. either you're a good person and things nice things happen and you remain a good person or you're kind of a dick and you're kind of playing it maybe or you're just a dick and you just happen to get some good opportunities and then now that you have these opportunities, you're a real cock to people because yeah. Yeah. you think you deserve something.
3: Well, and also at a certain point, People stop telling you you can't do things because, you know, you're – it's like you sort of lose that natural balance or barometer that other people would keep you in check and be like, you're kind of being a dick. You know, like if you don't have that person around, it's sort of like the – it's sort of like the fish tank theory. The bigger the tank, the bigger the yeah. fish is – you know, it's like if you don't have that around and you don't have any sort of compass – uh then it's it's off. There's you know, like, like a all certain, bets are off.
2: certain amount of zeros in your bank account, apparently, that let you go. Well, I guess I can finally be the dick I've always been. And people are afraid to say anything,
3: or they don't want to, you know, because people in people in the entertainment business can be very, very, very superstitious or delicate about. You know this thing is generating money right now. Don't do anything. Don't rock the boat. Don't. Yeah, but he's being a dick. Yes, let it just. Don't worry about the dick boat. Just fucking let it happen. You know. And so, you know, some people can get out of control. I've never. I've been fortunate enough. I don't think I've ever really worked with any of those people.
1: I have. Oh. I've worked with awful, awful
2: people. Really? Yeah. All right, don't name the name, but give us an example of the awfulness.
1: Uh, It was just, you know, I worked with with, uh, people who felt that they could do what they wanted. It's exactly what you're saying, which is, and people like, don't rock the boat. And I'd be like, but this is madness, right? And people would call me in in like a corner of a room and be like, yes, it's definitely madness. (laughs) 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 That being said, don't rock the boat. Don't rock the boat. (laughs)
2: We're kind of rocking the boat right Say now. nothing about the madness. She, they might be hear ears.
1: And then they would run off.
2: <laughs> and then you would <laughs> no, never hear from
1: them again. No joke. <laughs> they disappear. would scurry into the vents. <laughs> no, no joke. I came down here to tell you. It was madness. Anyway, that being said, um, yeah. So let's move do, off of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: No, I I mean, it's, again, I feel lucky that I have not had that experience. But, you know, I haven't really, because I haven't really done a lot of acting jobs, I haven't been on a lot of ensemble cast things where there could be a fail point somewhere because there's right. like five people, you know.
1: Well, I will say that, uh, ha- you know, the, the, uh, there are all, these are all life lessons. So, like, when something like that happens, it only makes you kind of get clarity on what you want in the future and what you will put up with or what you need. You know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. so you'll, so like, I, I refuse to uh, deal with anybody who's a dick anymore. And my now go- to is like I will just say this is what you're doing right now, so if you're if you're doing it intentionally, please stop and if you're not doing it intentionally, you need to know that this is what's happening. some people are not yeah, and you can really catch someone off
3: guard if you just if you very calmly address it and 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 be direct
1: yes and it's <laughs> it's it works <laughs> <laughs>
3: and do you find that then those people respect you more? I
1: find that they uh, are not as much of a dick. Yes, that's
3: that's really good. Yeah, but
1: but the, but but to 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 the person who said it, and it, it doesn't it doesn't bleed over into how they deal with other people. They're just
3: they just realize that you're not a victim that they can punch in right. the face that's anymore. Right. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever feel like you need to stand up for other people?
1: I think I think uh, uh, I guess I guess so. I guess I guess that's a uh, 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 maybe how, you know. how
3: do you how do you work when you're working when you're writing or is like when you're shooting and you're writing do you get intense or do you are you pretty like level headed and like oh there's just a series of problems and we'll solve them and you know this is a
1: well uh, it's been different throughout the years. I think as I've gotten older I've gotten kind of more mellow about oh this is this will this will work itself out and when I was younger I was more kind of um, passionate and i mean i 'm passionate but i was I was excited about shit i didn 't know what the answers were or if things would work out, and so you know I would get you know more excited and um say loud and the Italian part of me would come out but like i oh there was never i was never i was i don 't think I was ever a dick about things but i would i definitely got passionate about stuff.
3: Hey, why do you want to do this with this script, Why, eh? you, do? why you do this? Will, will you just uh... stay still. I like, clear your ass. Oh, be careful. When he's mad, his Italian comes out.
1: <laughs> why you got to do this? Somebody said, somebody said, uh, uh, uh that that ninety percent of the time I'm a very nice guy on set, and then like ten percent there's inferno, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, at first, at first I was offended, and I was like, and then I was like, oh yeah, maybe you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it is, but okay. it yeah, but but it's not that I'm being mean to anybody. I just get like there are certain things that I kind of don't don't like. That like when people are not nice to other people on set, I don't like that. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I feel Like there's more we
1: should Why tap into. What do you? What is it that you're working on? Oh, we were yeah. talking. We because I, I was looking at you because I, I think you want me to talk about. We should talk about Bad Milo and we we haven't talked about it yet. No, oh, the,
3: the your movie Bad Milo. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So we. So so at some point I feel like we need to cover that. Let's Otherwise I think you might get uh, very upset. No, oh, he looks yeah, angry. Well, I'm so sorry. I mean, he's here. We're
3: out of time. So no, he's kidding.
1: here <laughs> specifically for
3: that. <laughs> this whole time, he's just like looking at his watch, like when are they going to? I about? yeah yeah. <laughs> well, there was a nice segue with the bidet. F- Fifteen minutes on shitting. What the fuck, man?
1: That was a good. That was
3: a good segue. 15- a good segue. We were going to do it. Yeah, the state. It's over. What happened? Can we It happened twenty talk years about- ago. Can we talk about a thing that's <laughs> coming out now that people can actually see? What the fuck? So we'll talk about it. Bad Milo
1: is a movie I just did. Uh, Duplass uh, Brothers produced it, and it's about a guy who's stressed out so much that he has an ulcer, but it turns out his ulcer is uh, a monster living in his colon. Oh, I heard about this movie. And he comes out of his colon, he comes out of his ass, and kills the people that are stressing him out, and then goes back up his ass. (laughs) I... Heard about this movie? I'm telling you, um, you'll love it. Love already, you love it. It's kind of a throwback to. Like, <laughs> it's gre- nothing. That's not a throwback well, to anything. <laughs> well, no. But the but the, the puppetry and the kind of oh, okay. the, the, basket the the case? So, basket case yeah. and Gremlins and things like that. It's got a and the brood. There's a little bit of. It's not as uh, straight. Dr- it's not dr- dramatic like The Brood, but like uh, you know, it's 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 kind of a throwback. So there's real puppet. It's a real practical puppet, and um, it's 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 a really funny ridiculous movie that i'm very proud of that's fantastic yeah. when, when does it come out well it came out on video on demand you call that vod um vod i don't know a week or two ago um and then it comes out in like selected theaters in Oct. what's that Ten four. Ten four. good buddy Ten four. good buddy but um it was it went to um, south by southwest and it got sold there and it it's it's been nicely received. It's been getting for you know an, uh, an ass monster butt monster movie. It's been getting some nice, <laughs> like, some, right. some nice reviews of all the butt monster movies that have come out recently. <laughs> this has by far gotten the mo- the best reviews.
3: Well, every every director goes through a butt monster phase. That's right. And so it's just I think it's just part of the development. I love art. how you In can... every
1: actor when you come out to L.A. you yeah. get off the bus and you're like, okay, when am I going to get my shot at a butt when monster When am I going to get movie? the butt monster right? movie? I'll be the yeah. That's yeah. my that's how I'm going to get the. Not Oscar. yet, kid. You got to pay your dues. I'll be the butt monster. I'll be the guy with the butt monster I don't care I'll be the Let friend be... of the guy with the butt monster who does, does this fucking matter. kid think he is he's gonna be the butt monster you just got off the bus I hey, know this is my dream first you gotta play mentally handicapped <laughs> then you gotta play blind then you gotta do Shakespeare with boners and then yeah butt monster movie that's fantastic. Yeah, they gave
3: me a copy of it last night, uh, but I haven't seen it yet. So I'll, I'll watch,
1: watch it. Uh, uh, Peter Stromer is in it, and uh, and um, uh, Patrick Warburton and Stephen Root and Mary Kay Place. Phenomenal. Gillian Jacobs. It's it's like a really cool. Uh, uh, Kumail's in it. Oh, Kumail's in it. Go. Yeah, and he's what a, great.
3: What a fantastic cast. It's good. Oh, that Patrick Warburton. He loves the Pearl Jam.
1: Does he like the Pearl Jam?
3: Oh, he's a Pearl Jam fanatic. We had him on the podcast, and it was like we just found this vein.
1: And he just talked about Pearl Jam he the whole time? loves Pearl Jam. Do you love Pearl Jam?
3: I like Pearl Jam, uh-huh. but but not Warburton-like Pearl Jam. No. I mean, like, he is, he is intense. He'll tell you, like... Oh, and this concert was '97, uh, and they played here, and they played. This was their set list. Like he's 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 hardcore wow. with that
1: voice too. He says it with that he's voice. He's got it that really, voice. Yeah. Uh,
3: who plays the butt? Mon- who who's the voice of the butt? Mon- are you the voice of the? Are you the monster? Or are you the guy that? No, he's comes the out? guy with the. Butt I'm the monster.
1: guy who the butt monster comes out of. Okay. So you see me do some toilet work. Mm-hmm. You see me do some. <laughs> day work? Toilet birthing work. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then some just sentimental, like, nice scenes between me and the butt monster. <laughs> and then you, you, what you could look forward to is uh, the butt monster going back up my butt. Uh-huh. And we capture that on, on film. <laughs> we ca- you say capture, like, oh, guys, it's happening right now. Get the hey, cameras. Turn the cameras around. Turn the cameras. on the lights. We, the butt
3: monster's re-entering. We had, we had these time-lapse cameras set up for about two days just waiting for
1: this uh No, it was weird because it, you know, it was just scared. Like, in, in rehearsal, it would go right up. Yeah, but exactly. Then when the camera was I was rolling. doing it at home. I don't know yeah, what happened. I just I'm a sudden, little nervous. Yeah, the puppeteer is like, I
2: can't do it. I don't now. know. How did I do this? Was I using an accent? I don't remember. The, the grips are staring at me weird. Can I? Can we just
3: do? Can we just do this? Just me and the director? Can we do it that yeah, way? Send they, everybody else out of the do room. A set. It's like a Clear sex scene. scene. They have to do a close set, and they're just listening.
1: Uh, right Peter right. Peter Stramera's, one of his lines is, is maybe the maybe the asshole is much like a vagina. <laughs> Babies are birthed through vaginas, and they're big.
0: (laughs) I'm paraphrasing,
1: but he has a funny funny line like that.
3: (laughs) Well, that's great. So Bad Milo's out on VOD. Bad Milo. Yeah. I'll watch watch Bad Milo. And then what else are you guys doing? Are you
1: guys doing more Burning Love? Um, We're not doing any more Burning Love. Uh, I just finished the fourth season of uh, Eastbound and Down.
3: Right. Yeah, I know that's coming out. um,
1: Which I'm very excited about. And uh, Lake, you know Lake Bell?
3: Yeah. I mean, I don't know her well, but She just
1: did a movie called In a World, Mm -hmm. and I was uh, lucky enough to be part of that. And then Children's Hospital is uh, out right now.
3: You work Uh, on a lot of good comedy things. Axe Cop?
1: Yes! Axe Cop. I'm in Axe Cop. I'm Flute Cop.
3: There was a big Axe Cop thing at uh, Comic-Con this year. I think they actually had, like... They had the big float. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, a big big, uh, balloon of uh, Axe Cop. That's fucking great. Yeah,
1: and I I, this story behind that, my brother-in-law got me into... Axe Cop the, mm-hmm. the comic and or the graphic novel what, 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 I call it, what should I call it they yeah, call it a comic I mean I'm in a comic book store yeah a comic book and so I was really into it and then I heard Nick Weinfeld at ADHD was doing it and I called him I was like dude can I, Can you consider me for Axe Cop and he's like ah, uh, yeah um, um, Offerman's doing it <laughs> I'm like oh well any other part he's like you want to play flute cop I was like sure I'll play flute cop sure absolutely I'll play flute cop <laughs> That's the part I always wanted to play anyway.
2: You can't argue with that,
1: though. No, Mike you Offerman. can't. Of okay, course, was, Nick Offerman. As soon as, is as, soon fucking said, as
2: soon as he said Nick Offerman, I was like, oh, "Fuck, that's right." It's like, spot on I <laughs> fucking love
3: Offerman. Like that guy. Fuck. There's something about him that he communicates in such an eloquent way. He 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 could he could make the, the he could make anything sound interesting. Just. Yes. Uh, Recently, I've decided to start putting these exotic <laughs> pears on my skin, and I really <laughs> notice a different. And you're like, oh my god! You're it's, like, really it's a really thing. good Offerman. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's really good, right? I was like, I did not expect you to like lay out some Offerman. Like, Recently, I can't. I can't do it. I don't know. How you and
3: he's kind of. He kind of has the. He's got the. He does the eyebrows too. and yeah, yeah. almost like he almost goes into Offerman when he's when he's doing Offerman. Yeah. We recently started placing frozen water into basins <laughs> of chilled beverages. Like, so you had an iced tea. Yeah, ice. Yes. <laughs> it's, <awesome. laughs> it's the best. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, so Axe cop, and then Bad Milo, and then all this other things, and then uh, are you are you just Ken Marino on Twitter?
1: I am Ken Marino on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. With, the, with the little blue check. Does that mean something? You're, verified. That verified. you're verified? I'm verified. That means ver- Twitter
3: acknowledges that you are who you say you are. Wow, That's people amazing. people are very oh, it's a very sensitive topic for what? What happened? You
1: don't, I, you don't get a blue verified. check? verified.
2: Jonah got verified. Chris got verified. I've been on two TV shows. I have <laughs> not gotten a verification <clears throat> check.
1: What does it mean? I don't understand.
2: You <sighs> you have the right
3: attitude about it. <laughs> what <laughs> the f-
2: what is it? Oh, guys, you would have this attitude too if you didn't have a fucking blue check mark.
3: It's basically like having like a Boy Scout. There bear. are fake yeah. Matt
2: Myra
1: accounts. Oh, and I still don't have a get it i get, it. I, get it. I get what the what the big deal is okay. I just don't get it.
2: The reasons right. you should be verified they're all happening can't to
1: me. you g and you can't give it to
2: yourself? well, I asked Chris once <laughs> <laughs> I asked Chris if i could get verified one time, and his response to me was, Oh, well, I have to get the whole doctor who cast verified so why didn't... Ha- I? I you, look. Uh, that's exactly what you said to me. Wait a second. That's exactly what you said to me. <laughs> you know, say- he worried about the Doctor Who cast because Matt Smith could never get verified on his own.
3: Matt Smith isn't on Twitter. <laughs> it was for Karen and Arthur. It was for Arthur. Karen and Arthur. Fair yeah. enough.
2: Yeah. But still.
1: Yeah. Your impression of Chris is as good as his Offerman,
2: right? everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Today we're with Ken Marino.
3: Welcome to the Nurse Podcast. We... i I feel like that voice just always is Brian Regan. Oh, what am I going to do over here with this guy over here?
2: Yeah, it is without the what accent. Gonna... Yeah, that's
3: what Chris's uh... voice. We got 50
2: single boys and 50 single girls 50 over here.
3: 50 single women over here. <laughs> right after the state marathon. <laughs> Today we more Spring Bank 95. I hope you were enjoying Kevin Seal Sport in Full.
2: Next is uh, <laughs> next is, uh remote control marathon. Good, <laughs> good pull, good I get excited about a good ref anyway.
3: MTV Sports. <laughs> God damn it. Those were fun. I mean, MTV was a fun almost it was it, it was like public access, but you just knew that somewhere someone was making money. It
1: we, we weren't. <laughs> no, we weren't. Uh, yeah, there were 11, either. 11 of us in a room, and we were, I think, making like, a, like, a, like $1,100 split between the 11 of us or some, some ridiculous thing. Like we were like – we had well, one, one room, no windows. We built a four-square uh, game in the middle of the room which we would play naked Foursquare from, so from time to time. That's fine, right? Yeah, that's not, yeah, that's a not weird at all. That's exactly yeah. what happens. Just dig up you your clothes. Friend, <laughs> you know, friends. So 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 you got some coffee? I'll play Foursquare yeah. without the, the things touch. Yeah. But they did touch. <laughs> um, and we didn't get paid uh, much. I guess the point was that we didn't get paid much. I guess... Not so much that we were naked.
3: I think the first year of... I think on Singled Out, I probably... And Singled Out, by the way, was like one of the biggest hits MTV had ever had. Yeah. Like, one of the biggest shows yeah. MTV had ever had. And I think, even in its heyday, I think maybe I didn't have a good agent or something. And, and at the time, I thought, like, oh, my God, I'm making a ton of money because I was out know, of college right. and I hadn't really, you know... How'd I $2, 000, was making 2000 I was parking cars. Like, I was fucking parking cars. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I think maybe I made the equivalent of, like... 60 grand a year before taxes (laughs) and you did it all year
1: yeah for the whole year but you got to go to the events yes
3: (laughs) sometimes they let me in it's like a bonus Uh, most of the time they forgot there was another person on that show but, but 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 was but yeah but so when I at the time I was like Hey, I think I'm pulling in like you know 45 G's net or whatever it was, and then uh, and and then after I got like a real they were like, oh yeah, that was really bad. Like they, you know, like oh, yeah. not like MTV would have paid me that much more. But yeah, you know, I can't really complain. It was you know it was a good yeah it was a good job to have out of out of college. But yeah, it was like they were shockingly. Oh no, you didn't. You didn't. And that show ran four money.
2: times a day. You doing K Rock also finally makes sense. Like you doing that K Rock. Okay, K Rock. <laughs>
3: I, I really was not good at business. Uh, K-Rock, when I worked at K-Rock simultaneously with Single Out, they paid me $75 a shift for the <laughs> biggest radio station. No. And then I'd been there a year, and I went to, I went to oh the program God. director, uh, I went to the program director, Kevin Weatherly, and I was like, I've been here like a year, is that right if I get a raise? And he was like, okay, so they bumped me up to like, 125 a shift
2: hey that's a huge increase percentage wise percentage
3: yeah. wise yeah yeah, yeah. That's probably yeah but when you kind of consider like this is a some
2: pretty big room yeah. you know like,
3: yeah it was it, i didn't i didn't make a, it's
2: very similar to the cast of will and grace getting porsches for doing so well <laughs> in the ratings
3: <laughs> getting porsches one weekend <laughs> yeah uh yeah network tv money is not cable money no uh, it's, i mean cable money is getting better Okay, mm. Mm. <laughs> I haven't it? seen it. Is it? <laughs> I mean, <it's>... Somebody... <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> what shows are you working on? <laughs> well, Talking Bad, Talking <laughs> Dead. I don't know,
2: uh,
3: but it is. It still is interesting to see. I mean, like we've seen the television landscape change. So it's like our careers have been going long enough yeah. that we have seen ridiculous changes to how things are done. Yes. I mean just a complete flip of how things are done.
1: There's a, there's a lot there's a lot more places to kind of go do your thing. And so there's I think it's 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 fun to see you know the types of shows that are popping up now that you know didn't have a platform you know, 10, 15 years ago. Well, it was like, you know,
3: (laughs) someone like you who can be funny doing a lot of different things, you may have, you know, for better or for worse in the old way, been stuck on a sitcom and like a second or third lead without really being able to do much on the show. You'd have a great job. You'd get paid well. Are
1: you just describing Jim Gaffigan? (laughs) No, but you... uh, But that, that, I mean, when I came out here in 97, that's what I was doing for, you know, eight years or whatever trying trying to go down that road trying to get that you know, kind of gold ring. Or but whatever.
3: now, but now, like you just, you know, you listed like five or six things which were all all really great things to be a part of, right? And that, that you never been able to do before. You wouldn't have been right. able to go off and do, you know, Children's Hospital and party because
1: downstairs. I failed at trying to get a regular television show. I have had the opportunity to work on some really, really good. Projects. <laughs> I think it's better. I, know, agree like, the, I agree with you. I agree with you. But the that's, that's that is that is how how it happened. You might, you know, you might for
3: a while be trading off like the big, like a big payday. But then, okay, great. You have a big payday, but then you're not doing something that's really fun for you. Absolutely. Now, now, you know, like you get to do a different thing probably every couple days. I, it, and it, it all adds I, up.
1: I am, I am very happy with where things have landed. Uh, you know, if if I was doing, you know, some some sh- which I would still love to do a, you know, a series. I mean, on on a on a re- you know one of the main networks, if possible. But I mean, I I've had the opportunity to. Work on these kind of smaller, really interesting, super funny projects that I've that I've been lucky enough to be a part of, and I've gotten and because there's sh- these short time commitments, like Children's Hospital, we shoot in like two and a half months or two months, yeah. and you know, Axe Cop, will just like show up and, and do, and even like Party Down or, or um, you know, some other shows that I've worked on, you you show up for a little bit and you shoot them, and you shoot them out, and then you're done and I get to do Bad Milo. You know, I wouldn't have been able to do that if it was shooting, you know, the the time it shot, you know, I probably if if I was on something else. So I get to do these, like, kind of fun projects.
3: Yeah, I I think for our our attention spans, it's good, too, not to just do the same thing Mm. over and over and over. You don't get to do anything else.
1: Yeah, I agree.
2: Good for you. Thanks, buddy.
1: Did I put you guys asleep with the uh, last thing that was No, saying? it was pretty good. Oh. oh, I don't know what to say sometimes, so I just keep talking. <laughs> well, we
3: can uh, let's just have a moment of of silence. I thought it was. you
1: fucking ruined. It. We had a moment, like had a moment to you. As I mean, a was a fucking, beat. I was under the
2: impression anyone who was verified on Twitter had to be silent. I didn't
1: say an instance oh. of silence.
3: Oh, I see. It goes back to that. Yeah. I you think get him get him the blue.
1: I heard check. a sto- I heard a Just story. I, I was check. I
3: was visiting Twitter. Yeah, and I think they one of the Twitter guys ran into Jonah at Comic Con, and uh, they were they in Jonah
2: verify me and not Matt. Was that a situation that happened? Probably. No, no.
3: They were like they they said they said oh you should tell Matt you know here's this is the way that he can get verified. And Jonah was like why would I do that? It's so fun to hold it over his head.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> oh hey, uh, at least there's a reason. It'll happen. Uh I I, I just want to say, and I said to you before the show, but I I don't know how the uh, uh, I'm sorry I missed the last time I was supposed to come in.
3: Well, no one else knows that but me, but I oh, don't mind. No, I uh,
1: remember it. We were sitting in the studio.
3: Oh, because oh that's right, because uh yeah, there was a crossed wire. I don't mind. I never hold I never oh, care I about I felt that stuff. About it, it doesn't matter. It happens. It t- it totally is not I mean, we not one of us has not been in that position where yeah. you're supposed to be somewhere, and then someone calls you like, like "I'm like, oh,
1: oh, I'm going to be there in 20 minutes." Oh, and shit, yeah. you know.
3: And then it just it just happens. It's Plus, big, we were it's at the E
2: building where we were all working at the time. See, and
3: so. this goes back to because I know you as a nice guy, I know that it was not a a dick move on your part. It was just an honest like miscommunication, so it's totally fine.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I appreciate that. I felt shitty about it, and I felt shittier like because I was like, I could I could try to get that, I could I could still get there, and then no, like, no, no, and no, then you guys are like, it's it's we we got somebody else. Coming in, I was like, "Fuck."
3: Yeah, no, don't worry about it. I mean, you will owe me. <laughs> Listen, Absolutely, a lot. I mean, I don't not know. Not a problem. What to, but just for that, whatever one, you
1: need. Just... <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you want me to kill a guy? What do you want? Yes, I just uh-huh. want, not a problem. I
3: want to. I want to have it's in the, my blood. I want to have the relationship with you like the one of the what, like the Stark girl from Game of Thrones, where you're the assassin and I can three times I can call upon you to kill someone. Let's do it. Okay, good. I'm in. I well, we probably shouldn't have recorded that. <laughs>
1: Well, now they now now they recorded it. It won't possibly happen. You know what I mean?
3: You're, are you winking? Are you? Are you okay? I have something in mind. Oh shit! You were doing a sign to. Now, when people see you, they're gonna. Their first thought is like, "Is Chris Arbuck mad at me?" And then That's right. they'll think that you're gonna I might take him out. You're gonna kill him. Okay, good. Um, Ken Marino, awesome to see you. Thank Matt you Matt Myra, we me. will get you verified. It's all right. Jonah,
2: you were great. Jonah was fantastic
3: not Jonah, being here. you
1: killed here. it today. <laughs> you killed it. You're halfway done with your essay. Well, that's Kyle. <laughs> that,
3: that's Kyle. Jo- <laughs> Kyle. Jonah oh, usually sits sorry. here. Sorry. Kyle. See, Jonah's not verified to Ken. Does that make you feel better? Yeah. Okay, good. A lot better. Oh, shit. Thanks, Ken. Enjoy your burrito, everyone. We're going to get you verified.
2: That's all right. You don't have to. Well, Oops. you seemed very passionate about it. Well, ago. I mean, I just feel like it. No. What house?
3: do you think is going to change about your life once you get that blue check mark?
1: I'll on have a blue page. check mark,
2: and then and then what happens? That's all that happens. Well, <laughs>
1: hey, well, what is this about burritos? Enjoy. Oh,
2: we say enjoy your burrito uh, as a way to say to the kids out there if you're the aware, opposite of what enjoy. Matt's feeling about the blue verification Just the, mark. Enjoy your life. Enjoy what. Enjoy, enjoy the moment. Enjoy, your burrito. enjoy the moment. You know.
3: Enjoy the moment when you're going to get that blue verification mark. <sighs>
2: I don't know what I have to do. I really don't. I don't get it. Somewhere out there beneath mm-hmm. the tutors time. We'll mm-hmm.
3: find mm-hmm. this blue check mark. Somewhere out there. I prefer out five of those
2: <laughs> <here. laughs> these guys. What
1: are you start. looking at?
2: I have a lot of I got a lot of text messages
1: while we were playing we like anything good?
2: Uh, just people are at Disneyland. Jenny Owen, Jenny Owen Youngs will be out uh, in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Three hundred and ninety-two events were updated by somebody in the podcast calendar. Wow, three hundred and ninety-two. I don't
1: know what that means. Just don't worry. about it I don't it. know what that means. Are we we're not still on, are we? Well, yeah, I mean, we're, we're recording. We're, we're recording. not
2: necessarily using it. Oh, all right. This is what this is. This is the post show. Yeah. So, Who's, who was who a dick? Tell us.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> he
3: just does a laundry list of
0: people. Why? <laughs> I guy? can't
1: tell you. You're not verified. Oh!
3: <laughs> Matt, could you leave the room so well, Ken and I can have a private verified conversation? <laughs> I'll do that for you. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> That's not a problem. I'm sure it was other people who were verified. <laughs>
2: now leaving
0: nerdist.com
3: enjoy your burrito this episode of nerdist podcast is brought to you by carbonite.com carbonite is online backup made easy plans start at just 59.99 a year start your free trial today at carbonite.com use the offer code nerdist to get two bonus months with purchase
2: i feel like i was blindsided because it's a competition show
3: They will test their strength and lack of life skills for a chance to win $200 million. Thousand,
0: not $200,000. Prepare, because it's about to be ugly crying. Lots of fighting.
1: Tasia, I have to defend myself. Celebrating 25 years of reality TV with your favorites. I have <laughs> diarrhea. You cannot do this to me. What in gay hell have
0: I got myself into?
1: The Goat, premiering on Freebie and Prime Video on May 9th.